Thanks, I'm Norm MacDonald, and now the fake news. Well, it is finally official. Murder is legal in the state of California. Our uh, comic idol, Norm MacDonald, passed away, so that kind of... Yeah. I've spent the last couple days just kind of reveling in... Like, I've listened to all his uh, SNL, like, weekend update montages and all his episodes on conan montages and letterman and stuff and man it just makes me appreciate there is nobody it's like mitch hedberg nobody had the same delivery cadence sense of humor and i don't think anybody was as fearless the thing that really caught me was how he said he was always in search of the perfect joke the nation is still reeling from thursday's bombshell announcement that lisa marie presley has filed for divorce from michael jackson According to friends, the two were never a good match. She's more of a uh, stay-at-home type, and he's more of a homosexual pedophile. (laughs) Hi, this is Norm MacDonald, and you're listening to the Think Funny Podcast. You are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I am here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hello, fellas. And returning to the show, a friend of the show, we're fans of him, Mitch Emerson is back. Mitch, hello. Word. <laughs> Last time you went, wah, 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 wah. That, Yeah, at this um, time I'm a little bit yeah, Mitch, uh, more reserved. I'm trying to show my range. Last time you were on the show, Mitch, you were reveling in the success of the, uh, oh, it was the Chili's commercial. Oh, yes. So Mitch is an actor comedian in Los Angeles and just landed a major uh, Chili's commercial. So any updates on uh, Mitch's world that you'd like to provide for us, man? What's going on? Uh, well, I was very excited. I got a uh, commercial booked last year as well, but of course, like a week later, it was canceled due to further COVID restrictions in the area where we were going to be shooting. Um, so I got a cancellation check. That was my big thing last year. So uh, Mitch, I got to tell you, uh, when I saw the Chili's commercial, it was Chili's, right? Not Applebee's. They're oh, yeah. basically the same. But, yeah, and you um, do not want to make that mistake. Huge, huge uh, surf and turf war. Especially not during the shoot, probably. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you keep saying eating good but, in so the neighborhood I, before you sink into the tub. <laughs> I, I showed that commercial to somebody, and they're like, wow. They're like, I want to see that guy and stuff. That's about the best compliment you can get. I will take it. Tell, tell him thank you very much. I, you know, just hearing about him. I want to see him too. So, uh, Matt, do you have anything going on the past couple weeks or this week that you wanted to talk about? Anything going on in your uh, Well, it's speaking of Florida, Nate, uh, we're about to um, have the uh, the Great American Cooter Fest, which... Uh, <laughs> 
Great for totally uh, but hopefully it won't get canceled. Only I feel like that's what like a, some Alabaman like incest guy would call the family reunion. <laughs> I would love yeah. that T-shirt, Matt. Matt, if what, I go, what, I'll get what you city? What city in Florida is that taking place? Oh, it's it's Citrus County. There, there is a town that's probably forty-five minutes west of Orlando. I was driving through and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't feel like the South, but it didn't feel like Florida either. It was just like, wow. I, I think I've been on that road, man. Uh, yeah. was it, was to Orlando, post, yeah. Yeah, was it like the aftermath of Cooter Fest? The great post, thing is it, it's, not just, uh, it's not just the great Cooter Fest, but the great American Cooter Fest. You Are know how like some podcasts sell merch? Turkmenistan is quite different. Okay. Fully clothed. I think it's like two women in burkas standing at a bus stop. I had a few notes. I know we haven't talked in a while, so I had just, sometimes I write down ideas as they come. And uh, uh, I wrote that cats are the only thing that's better with Down syndrome. <laughs> I thought I'd share that. Uh, just a thought. I had an invention idea, uh, potluck stickers with people's faces on them. So you could have them put them on the dish. So you know, what to pet. Yeah. And you can, yeah. yeah uh-huh. You can put a small C at the oh, bottom if they have cats. I, I don't <laughs> think like the this. favoritism. That fried chicken looks good, uh, but it's Ron. Terrible. I'm not eating that chicken. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. Uh, a terrible disease with an awesome sounding name is cystic fibrosis. It uh, does pop. It, it kind of pops. Um, I watched a true crime documentary on Netflix a couple weeks ago. It took place in Oklahoma, and I realized that I could free up to 20% of people's time in the state of Oklahoma, Oklahoma by eliminating the word had. Like, I gave an example here. He had gone down to the store where they had put out some Twinkies, and I had told him they had a good deal on the Twinkies they had. So, Oklahomans, if you can remove the word had, you'll discover more free time than your wildest dreams. And, Aaron, um, I wouldn't be the least way, it's, bit it's really surprised to... if like next year you hear from the mayor of Oklahoma City and you get the key to the whole place. <laughs> They're like super productive. Their economy was like <laughs> jump started because of the removal of the word had. This week, uh, we are covering the dates of September 19th through the 25th. All of the stuff that oh. I have is for August. <laughs> yes, do it. Do it. I just, people won't know. Just do August. I'm just going to fact check this. He's the kind of guy that can wing it, though. I want to see you just wing it. <laughs> All right. I know. I'm just, what I'm going to do is just uh, make stuff up. This week in history. September the 19th. September 19th, 1983, uh, one of the most horrible bands of all time, certainly going to be in my countdown of hate this month. I'm doing a Facebook <laughs> countdown of the 30 most overrated bands. Uh, that band, of course, is Kiss. Kiss is absolutely horrible. Um, so on that date in 1983, uh, the group Kiss performed on MTV for the first time without makeup. Ace, is it Ace Freely? He's yep. still pretty handsome, but... Gene Simmons is not. The hair. He's got really weird hair. It, it doesn't appear real to me. I don't know what's going on with it. If it's fake, it's not a good fake. But my one kiss story is when I think I was about college age, uh, 
my younger cousin and his friend wanted to go to Kiss, but my aunt said they were too young. And she called me. And of course, I've always hated Kiss, but she said, free ticket, 50 bucks. So I took them to a Kiss concert. Within the first song, the lady in the row in front of us pulled her top up. All right, boys, don't tell your parents about that part of the concert. Did they have any legitimately good songs? Is it about guns, women, something evil? There's like three or four topics, and you, they just rotate. Don't they want to rock and roll and party party all night and every day? They I want to did. rock and roll. All I night think now they day. just want to go to early bird at like four in the afternoon. That's another one where it's like, I always say this I say this about alcohol and perfume, okay? The product is not very good if they have to really soup up the image and the bottle that it comes in. And like wine, wine is not good, but it's all the label and it's all the bottle and it's all the the whole atmosphere. Kiss is the same way. Uh, September 19th, 1876. So you got to think about the year here. Uh, The first carpet sweeper is patented by the American inventor Melville Bissell which is a very late 1800s Victorian era name, Melville Bissell. He sounds like he should be in a a submarine or something. I'm just thinking, was there carpet in 1876? Like I'm picturing like Tombstone, Arizona, and this guy's like going door to door trying to sell vacuums. And the guy just opens the door and he's like, it's just dirt. (laughs) It's, It's just all dirt. But, but sir, we've got this, you can just, it's electrified. And he's like, no, nah, it's all it's all dirt. <laughs> so that's all I could think of was uh, this poor guy in the West trying to sell these vacuums in 1876. One more quick one for September 19th, because all roads have to tie together on our show. Uh, it's the birthday of Mama Cass Elliot. Oh, excellent! September 19th, 1941. We know that she was killed by the ham sandwich uh, serial killer. <laughs> We also got Keith Moon and probably many others that we don't know about. I'm going to, oh, let's throw Jimi Hendrix in there and maybe Jim Morrison and a few more. After after each one, he he carefully sneaks in into the evidence locker and takes the sandwich out of the Ziploc baggie for the next kill. It's It's the same sandwich. September the 20th. 1932, uh, Gandhi begins his famous hunger strike against the treatment of the untouchables. And what I thought about that is why do they choose Gandhi? Why you think you choose, you try to find like the fattest guy in India to do the hunger strike. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Cause Gandhi <laughs> might not last that long. I mean, it'd be cool if like they, the competition or whoever was against him said, okay, we'll have our own hunger strike. And they bring in the world's fattest man. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, oh. 1946, it was delayed seven years due to the Second World War, but finally the first Cannes Film Festival was held. The odd thing about that, I don't know if you've read about it recently, is that there's a competition to see which film gets the longest standing ovation. No way. It's gotten really strange. Like the, the record is 22 minutes, a 22 minute standing ovation for Pan's Labyrinth. But that is such an, a recipe for cringe. Right, like right. Uncomfortable, obligatory applause. Do you like That's it bizarre. when you're in a movie and it ends and people start clapping? Or do you find that really strange? It's very strange. I Aaron, think it's strange to you. Aaron, were you with me when we saw Independence Day in the movie theater and we all stood up and clapped? Or no? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe. 
I want to I want to say or hope that one of you was there and it was not just <laughs> I know that uh, I know that the whole movie theater stood up and clapped at the end of Independence Day. And it wasn't even ironic. It was in genuine No, joy. it was very pa- patriotic. That's that's when our nation really came together. Matt, you got anything else on that day? Not unless Mitch you want to make something up. Uh <laughs> let me see here. Oh Jesus! Um, that was the Leave plan, it to anyway. Beaver star shot three times. How's come nobody is talking about this? I guess because it happened <laughs> on September twentieth, nineteen eighty. But that's that's crazy. Whoa. You after leaving was it Eddie Beaver, Haskell? It was. It was Ken Osmond oh, he as deserved it. Eddie Haskell. Oh, he became a policeman. That's why he was shot. He was shot in the line of duty. Check He's that. always flirting with Leave It to the Beaver's mom. Nice oven. We, right. we know Thanks, what sir. we know what was going on. September the twenty first. The Bubble Boy was born in nineteen seventy one. David Vetter uh, spent his life inside of a plastic bubble uh, due to immune deficiency. The only treatment that he could get was a bone marrow transplant, which he got at 12 years old from his sister. And he was able to leave the bubble, kiss his mother for the first time in his life. However, shortly after he became ill with an infection from the bone marrow transplant that his sister had and died in 1984. Hey. <laughs> I, I, are there still bubble people? Edward II died in uh, September 21st, 1327. And the reason I bring this up, Nate, is I thought you might appreciate it. He decreed that an inch was equal to three average barley corns laid end to end. <laughs> yes. That's how I'm going to measure everything. Like when somebody calls in for a part, I'm like, fine, sir. Could you tell me how many barley corns it is? 1998, Bill Clinton testifies in the Monica Lewinsky affair, but he was defending his perjury, saying that it depends on what the meaning of is, is, and this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But the thing that always got me is he said it didn't constitute sexual relations as he understood them. And it's like, of all people in the world, does anyone believe Bill Clinton does not have a full and complete understanding of sexual relations? (laughs) I love when politicians, you know, feign naivety and Trump is just like, yeah, absolutely, I did it. That person's stupid. <laughs> he would have said something like, I would have done more, but she was too ugly. Yep. Yeah, he <laughs> and would. Then, and then nothing would have happened. Nope. Like, no oh, ramifications. Yeah. Okay, you're good. We're good here. On this day in 1980, the Riley tampon is recalled by Procter & Gamble after studies showed it increased the risk of toxic shock syndrome do you know about the toxic shock syndrome i'm talking to people with with penises do you know about the toxic shock syndrome no yeah yeah, they talked about it a lot it seems like in middle school okay i must not have been paying attention i did not know anything about toxic shock syndrome until i was in my late 20s and i was in a girlfriend's bathroom and i was looking for something to read and i started reading a box of tampons if you have a tampon inside you too long, you could die. And I know that would be me. I am yeah. so glad that I am not a woman. I don't need to get too personal, Mitch, but are you circumcised? <laughs> like nobody's business. <laughs> and, and I am 
Aaron, Aaron I am, are you I'm thankful for that process that happened? Oh, <laughs> he I'm, did it you twice, know. just to be sure. <laughs> just to, <laughs> just to be sure. <laughs> I love that you read it like there was no, there was there absolutely nothing else like a tube of toothpaste or I mean I know most people don't have a magazine but it's like I think that's my last reach in a bathroom. September the twenty second. September 22nd, 1827, according to Mormon founder Joseph Smith, he is given a set of gold plates by the angel Moroni. Which, <laughs> Moron with an I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Smith, however, was not allowed to let anyone else see the plates. You know, I'm, that's no accident, I'm sure. Over the next several years, Smith used a pair of seer stones and he formed them into spectacles. So following me here. Also given to him by the angel Moroni to translate the plates uh, into the Book of Mormon. Did so, he actually yeah. write the Book of Mormon, or was it like uh, some intern? I, I always think, like with anybody that's really revered in history or religiously, you just take a, a Buick Century ride across, <laughs> across the country with them, and you would not follow their religion, belief, whatever. You'd be it'd be interesting to be annoyed by someone that's so revered, regardless of because I don't I don't think a lot of people I think people grow up in their religious beliefs and that's their culture and they don't really examine it uh, objectively. I, Aaron, you don't question L. Ron Hubbard because he <laughs> stuck electrodes to tomatoes yeah do i need to say more if you absolutely had to would you rather open the door for a jehovah's witness or a mormon Ooh. oh man good question uh vacuum salesman september 22nd 2007 a famous frenchman aaron you want to guess who this was that died what are the french like oh marcel marceau yeah marcel marceau so <laughs> famous last words were September the 23rd. I have 1918 was the date of Merkel's boner. <laughs> yes. Which is the most famous of boners uh, because we're still talking about it here. Must in, have been uh, a, a really big boner. But, uh, <laughs> it was, man. It was the biggest boner probably in sports. It was a base running mistake uh, that cost the uh, New York Giants uh, the pennant. And uh, the opportunity for them to go to the World Series. So, and it was Fred Merkel forgot uh, that you could have a force play at second base. And anyway, ran off the field and uh, that he committed the out. But I don't know. Merkel's boner is just funny. But, uh, and then I thought, and then I thought, what other boner is famous? Yeah. And then I remember Growing Pains. Yes. Remember the, the, the kid, the sidekick named Boner? I always thought that was weird, even as a kid. That was very risque for the time. Do you remember that? Yeah. His last name yeah. was Stabone. I thought that too. Yeah, His it was. His last name was Stabone. That's why he got the nickname Boner. Uh, Boner's dad on that show, uh, that character's name was Sylvester Stabone. <laughs> other famous boners in history. <laughs> Spinoff podcast. <laughs> Uh, Mitch, you got uh, uh, something to make up here? Uh, yeah, the uh, hot dog was invented. <laughs> that was a good boner segue, Mitch. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. Do you, do you discover the hot dog or is it invented? Un unearthed <laughs> on an expedition deep into the Congo. <laughs> Mr. Livingston, <Yeah>. I presume. <laughs> here is your hot dog. 
September the 24th. 1968, 60 Minutes premieres. Uh, the thing that I think of when I hear the TikTok of 60 Minutes is the Sunday night depression that you go into <laughs> because of the work week. And I'd always felt this and noticed it happen like almost on a specific time, like six, maybe 545. It really just kicks in all of a sudden. I went online to see what others were talking, if this was a thing, and it is a thing, and people talk about it. And I was, <laughs> I read this one person's comment, and they're like, I've been retired for many years. I still get depressed between the hours of 5 to 6 p.m. every Sunday night. <laughs> so I don't know. Have you guys experienced this? Oh, yeah, especially uh, during football season. Uh, when the mm. second game comes on, I start to get anxious about being Monday tomorrow yeah. and depressed at the same time. 1936, Jim Henson is born of Muppets and uh, I guess Sesame Street. And so nice. I thought, do, do you want to each go around and do a rainbow connection? I'll try <laughs> it. Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. Lovers. For lovers and dreamers, dreamers and me. And me. Go ahead, Mitch. That Mitch's was good. Muppet Treasure Island, when my kids were little, I'd be they'd be like, I want to watch... Teletubbies. No, you want to watch Muppet Treasure Island now because <laughs> I love Muppet Treasure Island. So I have seen that movie hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And my oh, kids dude. would always be like, I don't want to watch that. And I'm like, you will watch Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> when the Disney Plus first came out, it seemed like they had all the uh, new Muppet stuff. They didn't have the old Muppet show. and But now they have that now. So I've been I've been watching that. Then that oh, was that, that was all I was yeah. going to interject. So you can edit that right out, and we'll just we'll keep going, baby. I know we're going to edit more of you in. We're going to create an a, a create an AI that can somehow. <laughs> Next week, you hear that you're back on the show. <laughs> you're like, wait. Hi, I'm Mitch. Kentucky Fried Chicken premiered September 24th, 1952. I, I wanted to kind of go around the ranking of foods that give you the shits. Uh, a three-piece chicken meal is top of my list. Um, um, Eric, I hate to one-up you, yeah. Yeah. but uh, there is a four-piece yeah. chicken meal, and I do consume that. And it does give me the shits. <laughs> I will still eat it knowing that. The movie The Program premiered. On September twenty fourth, in nineteen ninety three, one of the scenes was taken out. A scene where the team, like, in order to develop camaraderie, I'm yep. assuming they all get in the middle of this busy street and they all lie down in the center of it. And that scene is not in the movie because it was actually in the preview for the movie. And just being in the preview, a group of teenagers were killed and injured trying to imitate the scene. Mitch, I feel like you would have been one to copy this. Hell no. I, I, I don't, I, no. I don't. Well, maybe if I was drunk enough. Mitch, you strike me as a trailblazer. Mitch would do his own dumb things that people would. Yeah, copy. you. Yeah, oh, you definitely do something <laughs> dumb, but it'd be your thing, and people would be like, "Hey, that's a good idea." Yeah. I like, but that. you wouldn't follow like someone that. else. So. I'm totally going to take the compliment yeah. out of that, um, the center of that, and I'm just, I'm going <laughs> to eat that. September 24th was the first flight of a dirigible yes. for you, Nate, 1852. Yes. Henry Gifford of Paris flies, of course it's Paris, flies his hydrogen-filled three-horsepower steam-powered craft. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so a dirigible. <laughs> apparently he flies it away but can't return because of the wind or something. But I love how it's steam horsepower or steam powered. Please tell me it exploded. <laughs> Over a battlefield. Over a battlefield. <laughs> I love the word airship as well. That's a great word too. But um, I think a dirigible is is more of it has a structure i think i think versus a blimp which would just deflate when the gas was taken out so um I, anyway that's for you Nate. <laughs> thank you we can't go one episode without 1800s airships september the 25th september 25th 1932 american nasa engineer and bible student good combo uh <laughs> edgar c wisenant his book, 88 Reasons Why the Rapture Will Be in 1988, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, sold. Aaron, you know this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sold 4.5 million copies. It predicted the rapture would occur between September 11th and September 13th, 1988. That's a very specific window of time, almost like it's one day. Uh, as the date loomed, the Trinity Broadcasting Network, uh, which is a Christian channel, which may still exist, provided sp- special bulletins with instructions on preparing for the rapture. So even they bought into it after the predicted date passed, he followed up his books, predicting the rapture in 1989, 1993, 1994 and et cetera. And so on and so on. What, I wonder what the instructions were. Was it like, take down your backyard umbrellas. It'd be really cool if you could try and like hold on to something heavy and see if you can float up with it. I love those books with dates that predict things like, I think I told you my old church, I, w- I created the library and I had this whole section of those kinds of books. Cause I just like pulled them out and it was like the coming economic collapse of, ni- of the 1970s but or whatever. It says right in the Bible, man, no one will know the hour or the day or the time. I mean, it's just, it, it is, it's in the doctrine of the religion that you don't know. And yet still that's, it's weird that it still crops up every once in a while, but I think I might have read read that one before just because they're fun. I'm surprised Uh, you know it, but it's a great series. Never (laughs) laughed harder. Yeah, 89 was a a good one. 1764, so we're getting back into my time frame. Uh, Fletcher Christian leads the Mutiny on the Bounty. Uh, English mutineer uh, Fletcher Christian, he led the mutiny against Captain Bly aboard the HMS Bounty in 1789 on their voyage to Tahiti. Uh, he placed Bly and some of his crew adrift on uh, a small boat. Uh, Bly survived 47-day, 3,600-mile voyage to safety. Fletcher Christian and his mutineers landed at Pitcairn Island, where they lived out the rest of their lives. Peacefully? It doesn't say peacefully, wow. or was it peacefully? <laughs> Somewhat peacefully. I don't know. I imagine it's totally peacefully. I don't know. you got a bunch of mutineers, it's yeah. not going to be all peaceful. I don't think it's yeah. probably what they had in mind for the rest of their life. <laughs> I like how that story like just ends well for everyone. Yeah. And then yeah. everyone was happy. Well, wash our hands <laughs> of that. 1789, uh, the Bill of Rights is submitted to the U.S. Uh, states for ratification. It seems like every day we see kind of our rights getting a little more eroded and chipped away. So uh, I hope we never forget how important they are. So, Yeah. Can you, how many bills, are, how many rights are there in the Bill of Rights? I should have researched yeah. this more. Cut this part out. <laughs> Mitch, cover part. me. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a bill um, that's uh, <laughs> in, inalienable. Yeah. Um, so they're not 
for aliens uh, rights. Um, <laughs> Nate, going. you're right. It's the first 10 amendments of the Constitution. Yeah. It's like yeah. freedom of speech, freedom of press, right yeah, to bear arms. Right. I had a joke I put on Facebook once and no one liked it. And I was really proud of it. It was something about uh, I had the right to bear arms, but I was beaten by uh, a bear with its bare arms uh, over the, it was like a seven thing long thing about, I'll have to go back through my Facebook and find it. And I was really proud what of it. it and then going, a, a week later, somebody goes, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> that was the one comment and no likes. <laughs> September 25th, Sandra Day O'Connor is sworn in, 1981. Sandra Day O'Connor was a handsome woman. I'm looking at a picture right now. She's kind of got some some shoulders on her, too. Or is it just the robe? Does the robe have, like, shoulder pads? She's wearing Hmm. a blue dress. The the dress could have shoulder Uh pads. It was the 80s. They did do that. For some reason, it was sexy for women to have big shoulders in the 80s. Yeah, I never understood the shoulder pad thing. It baffled me even back in those days. Yeah, why do they want bigger shoulders? <laughs> I want a woman that looks like Richard Dent. <laughs> I don't get it. The men wear shoulder pads too, which I can understand, but not women. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't interesting. I don't know. I just remember my mom used to have like outfits, like pantsuit outfits with the shoulder pads and I'm like, "Yeah, but, and but why?" You kind of see them like and laying around the house or something or in the bedroom and you're like what is that and yeah. it's a shoulder pad it's oh, weird i never understood we need to do a whole episode about it shoulder pad podcast <laughs> i wanted to give a shout out to uh, thisdaytrivia.com we get a lot of our research uh, in-depth research from that website it's a great website for this day in history yes, uh, fun absolutely information. so yep everybody check out thisdaytrivia.com Mitch, do you have anything else before we go? It's great to talk to you again, buddy. Uh, I'd just like to say that I don't actually know if the hot dog was invented on this day. I hope that it was. I love your shoot from the hip attitude, so don't don't apologize <laughs> for anything. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Think Funny Podcast This Week in History Edition. Uh, for myself, Nate Sather, Matt Donnelly, and our very good friend, Mitch Emerson. Word. Thanks for being on the show, Mitch. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, Mitch, I have to say you are one of the most naturally funny people I've ever heard. Ever. Yes. Oh, I love you and for I, saying I, that. I genuinely I could... mean that. You're, there's a natural humor to you that I'm very jealous of. So I, I begged Aaron to have you back on, and I would I would hope and pray that you would come on in future episodes. So Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, went, I went ahead and I bought this headset that I'm wearing specifically for these podcasts. Yes. So I'm, I'm jumping right in. Um, yeah, no, I actually got a set when I did the first podcast and immediately returned it to Target. And then I was so surprised when Aaron uh, asked me to do a second one. I was like, oh, man, I go back to Target and buy that same headset. Here, here's the plan. Just keep buying new disguises. So every time you return it, you're in disguise. Nice fake mustache, Mitch. You just put that right over your beard, didn't you, Mitch? It's genius. The lovers, dreamers, and me are Kermit the Frog Thanks for listening to Think Funny. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. 
If you have comments or topics for the guys, you can email them at thinkfunnypodcast at gmail.com. And check out aaronedonley.com for today's show notes and much more. Oh, 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 oh,